Holy trades, Batman! Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Packers don't make any trades like this, but then again, we also don't give up our next two years of first round picks, so meh, grassy. And today, we're going to be talking about the pandemonium that went on between the Miami Dolphins, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the San Francisco 49ers shaken up the 2021 NFL Draft, and boy, oh boy, things are about to get crazy. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First, on the Patreon side of things, we got Dick Tracy, we got Lily, and we have William Herrera. A big shout out and thank you to all of you. And over on the YouTube side of things, joining the membership, we have Brian Lefebvre, and we have Sexy Melon. A big shout out and thank you to you both. So a little while ago, news broke that the Miami Dolphins and San Francisco 49ers pulled off a blockbuster of a trade. Shortly thereafter, it was then followed up that the Miami Dolphins and the Philadelphia Eagles made a blockbuster trade. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through the first trade. We're going to break it down. Then we're going to go through the second trade and break it down. And we'll try to make sense of all this craziness. So the Miami Dolphins, who held the number three overall pick due to the trade with the Houston Texans, who, by the way, out of all the teams are just sitting there shaking their head. (laughs) What have you become as a franchise? But the Dolphins traded their number three overall pick to the San Francisco 49ers for the number 12 overall pick in the 2021 draft, a 2021 third round pick, and first round picks in 2022 and 2023. And of course, the immediate reaction was like, oh my God, the San Francisco 49ers are going after a quarterback. Who is it going to be? Which we will get to. So it sparked off questions immediately about Jimmy Garoppolo, who still has two years left on his contract. However, if they do wind up cutting him, it really wouldn't be too bad in terms of dead cap. However, Adam Schefter tweeted out shortly thereafter that Jimmy is here to stay. He's our guy this year coming from 49ers sources. Now, it seems that the 49ers are very comfortable with the team that they have and believe that they can go to the playoffs and compete in that very busy NFC West with the team they have. And I don't disagree with them. That defense, when fully healthy, is going to be monstrous. Of course, they just went and paid Trent Williams God money. And so now they have a left tackle that can absolutely protect whoever is behind center. They have a strong run game. And the 49ers, for me, are one of the strongest teams in the NFC. Now, just because they said that Jimmy G is their guy this year... I have no doubt in my mind that they are still going to be going after a quarterback. And considering the connection between the 49ers and the brand new New York Jets head coach, it makes sense that they were in communication and the Jets probably know who they're going to pick. And they were like, yeah, this is a QB that we're going to go after. So if you guys want anyone else, you should probably trade up for the third pick. And boy, oh boy, did they. So this trade kind of tells me two things. Yes, Jimmy G can be their guy for this year, but I don't think they see a long-term future with Jimmy Garoppolo. Obviously, the 49ers were involved in a bunch of different trade talks, whether it was with Deshaun Watson or whether it was trying to go get Gardner Minshew, which came out earlier this week. 
their names were all over the place in the QB lottery slash extravaganza. And now they're going to go after their guy in the draft. Now, who is that QB going to be? We know Trevor Lawrence is going to go first. And then after that, there's a very strong indication that Zach Wilson is going to be second. We know that because of what the Eagles came out and said, that they thought Zach Wilson was a very strong prospect and they were going to try to trade up for number three, but only potentially for Zach Wilson. And so instead they traded back, meaning that it's kind of implied that the Jets are going to be going after Zach Wilson. So that leaves three potential guys. You have Justin Fields, you have Trey Lance, and you have Mac Jones. Now, I don't think it's going to be Mac Jones, but you have these other guys who the 49ers can sit behind Jimmy Garoppolo for at least a season or so, and then potentially start him and not have to worry about a rookie QB leading this team. And for the 49ers, I feel like this kind of makes sense. Their team is pretty damn stacked for the next couple of years. So yes, you are giving up two first round picks, but if you're picking in the late 20s or early 30s, it really doesn't matter a whole lot. If they're able to get their franchise QB out of this and they're set for the next 10 to 15 seasons, these two picks are really going to look like nothing in the grand scheme of things. So I think this actually works out for the 49ers if, if they get their franchise QB and it works out. It's a big risk, but the reward is pretty damn great too. Now taking a look at the Miami Dolphins, boy, oh boy, they are just hoarding those draft picks like they are smogging with all the gold and they're like, yeah, this is mine now. And it's crazy to think that this all came about because of the trade of Laramie Tunsil to the Houston Texans, because with that trade, they got a 2020 and a 2021 first round pick. They were then able to turn around and give that to the 49ers in exchange for more picks. And then they were able to turn around and move back into the top 10 with the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think this is absolutely perfect for the Dolphins if Tua is their guy. I know there's been a lot of chatter in the offseason about Tua potentially not being their guy and... There's a lot of hesitation there, but I imagine they are going to still roll with Tua, and this gives them a ton of draft capital to work with. Before the trade with the Eagles, they had six, and now they have five picks within the first three rounds this year. The number six, the number 18, the number 36, the number 50, and the 81st pick overall. That's a way to build a damn young, talented roster. In addition, the next two years, this is what their draft picks are shaping up to be. In 2022, they have a first, a second, and a two-thirds. And in 2023, they have two firsts, a second, and a third. So the Miami Dolphins are in great shape to just build whatever the hell kind of team that they want. So while they showed last year that they absolutely can be competitive, this team could set themselves up for long-term success if they draft well. But of course, the craziness didn't stop there because shortly after that trade was announced, the Dolphins made another trade with the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles traded the number six overall pick and the 156th pick to the Dolphins for the number 12 overall, 123rd, and a 2022 first round pick. So with this, the Dolphins can go and get still a top 10 guy. I would not be surprised if it's going to be Jamar Chase and get some kind of wide receiver threat for Tua. And basically through all this, the Dolphins made a whole bunch of trades, stayed in the top 10, and got another first round pick out of it. So... Yeah, this is like some Madden maneuvering they're doing. And this works pretty well for the Philadelphia Eagles. If they are rebuilding behind Jalen Hurts, then it makes sense that they might not be the greatest this year. So they'll be able to work with two first round picks next year, and they are still getting a top 15 pick this year. I also want to add that after all the craziness of today, I feel even better about the Jordan Love pick, even though I've never seen him play an NFL snap. And here's the reason why. 
if Jordan Love sucks, like if he is the worst QB prospect in the past decade, the Green Bay Packers spent a first or overall pick and traded a fourth to get him. That is far less of a gamble than what the San Francisco 49ers are doing. They are essentially mortgaging their future of first round picks to really hope whoever they bring in is their franchise QB. The Packers are in a great position because if Jordan Love is terrible, they still have the reigning MVP in Aaron Rodgers. And if Jordan Love is their next franchise guy, then they can move on to Jordan Love whenever the heck that they want. Because as we all know, there are plenty of busts within the top 10. There are no surefire picks in the NFL draft. If you want proof of that, take a look at the past, I don't know, decade and see how many of those quarterbacks that were picked in the top 10 are still on their respective teams and or are still good. The list is not that big. So overall, the 49ers are really hoping that they hit on big time with whoever their next franchise QB is going to be. The Dolphins continue to be loaded with draft picks and building a young, talented roster. And the Eagles, I mean, you got a first round pick next year, so that's good. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. Which QB do you think the 49ers are going to go after? Who do you think won out of all of these teams? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrassyComedy.com or at TomGrassyComedy, all social media, see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons and YouTube members. It is very much appreciated. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go!